Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Connor Hogan, PhD. You're welcome to The Doc Connor Show. In today's show, I'll be talking all about the Rugby World Cup 2019. But rather than talking about it too much, I'll be reading out my specific blogs. I have three of them that I wrote during the World Cup 2019. The first one dealt with Brexit's Rugby World Cup typhoon. Whoa, the typhoon of Brexit? Or was it the typhoon that got a Rugby World Cup match called off? Uh Uh-huh, we'll see. This was followed by the Rugby World Cup Begins as Britain evades the tackle. Get it? Yes, there's a play on words there. Lastly, rugby's greatest players fall teaches us to rise for each other. Now, these particular blogs are me reading out my own writing. And it's as good a synopsis as the World Cup as you'll get out there, to be quite honest. But if you want more conversational type podcasts, Look at my other podcasts on DocConnor.com. So let's get straight into it because we've got a lot of reading to do. Enjoy. Brexit's Rugby World Cup Typhoon. There's an old saying that sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. It's something we often say to children to teach them about the rigors of life and how people can be mean to them, even though they may not have been due this unfortunate abuse. Abuse can be a loaded word. We have to be careful how we use it. Accusing anyone of abuse is morally wrong if they have not been a perpetrator, but avoiding telling others of abuse when a person has been genuinely abused is also unjustified. Now that we are bang smack in the middle of the 2019 World Cup of Rugby, The world is noticing how the game has grown and the many tackles are as physically assertive as any other sport on earth. It's not the only thing that is asserting its power at present over in the World Cup in Japan. In the coming days, the worst cyclone in the past 60 years is to hit the tournament. Typhoon Hagibis roar is to be so potentially threatening and causing a stir of anxiety that for the first time in the World Cup's history, it has already cancelled one of the most powerful games of the tournament between France and England. The cyclone's strength is still not the biggest international anxiety as the impending Brexit situation looms larger than ever before. People in Ireland, Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales and even England are fretting over its economic impact. Yet, all countries especially those that are poorer, need to take heed of its progression. In places like India, where strong trade ties with Britain exist, there will be a potential dip of the economy in the first few years. There are many Indian companies in the UK, and this is bound to have a ripple effect on those Indians that are under the UK's tax system. However, in the longer term, the close historical connection and trade ties could aid India's economic fortunes. For Africans, there may be export opportunities resulting from Brexit. 
if the Brits fracture their relationship with Europe in the way that it now seems they are doing, they will have no choice but to outsource many of their manufacturing and unskilled labour to further flung areas. If things do not prosper for the British economy, further African continental free trade areas may be deepened or rejigged in the future. Although this may mean opportunities for Africa, it may also be a time of upheaval and uncertainty too. Going away from Europe may result in Britain seeking the help of Latin America. In many ways, lots of economic commentators feel that this is a tidy fit for their foreign trade in the shorter and longer term. So, the reality is Brexit will cause a murmur to all major international areas. Whether the outcome of Brexit is good or bad in the long term is not known, until it unravels in the years to come. We do not know if Britain is abusing its leading power right now, as their economic results will analyse their decision to opt out of the European Union, and these won't be known for some time to come. In the short term, though, countries closely aligned to the existing trade system ought to mentally become more resilient, like the poorer countries, such as the aforementioned India, the continent of Africa and South America have had to be for a few years gone by. As just like the impending typhoon Hagibus on the brutal of the Rugby World Cup, sticks and stones break your bones, but toughen up as Brexit will never hurt you. Rugby World Cup begins as Britain evades the tackle. 20th September 2019. As the Rugby World Cup begins, we begin to wonder about the relationship of sport with life. Rugby is raw and powerful. Life too can be raw and powerful, with little given to you and more asked. Originating from an English background in 1845, at a time when other great nations such as India were still under British rule, the game began to catch the barbaric eye as those with finesse dabbled in games of intelligence and skill instead. In fact, it was other nations who were to eventually become rugby's pace-setters as former British colonies of Australia, South Africa and the mighty All Blacks led the way. Now, even Britain's closest neighbour, Ireland, is the world number one in the sport. Still, the intellect of the Indians sided with the spinning ball of crickets, and this suited their intelligence and swift movement away from the British Raj in 1947. As the competition begins, we wonder who will be the victor. One thing is for sure is that the British Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, will need to put all his rawness to one side and begin to accept the independent power of the others around him, or else his fleet-footed movement may be clipped by a spinner from some direction in the coming weeks. Rugby's greatest players fall, teaches us to rise for each other. 21st September 2019 Today marks the second day of the Rugby World Cup and the first victory for the mighty All Blacks, who are favourites for the tournament. They defeated South Africa another favourite in many people's eyes. 
In recent years, rugby has turned into a very professional sport. Undoubtedly, at the end of this tournament, there will be millions of other young people taking up the game and making sure its popularity extends well within the 20 nations that are competing in this competition. Rugby, though, is just a game. What of the more important things in life, like life itself? That was one thing that perhaps the greatest rugby player that ever lived was short on. He died at only 40 years of age, just four years ago. Weighing in at 18 stone 10 pounds and stretching to the 6 feet 5 inches mark, John Olamu was a rare talent. Despite his massive frame, he could run like the wind. He was swashbuckling in the tackle, and when his physical momentum went into full flow, he was unstoppable for most teams. On the wing, he would receive the ball at pace, and all of the All Blacks in tricket play was tailored for him to run onto. By the time he received the ball, he would attract a third of the opposing team's attentions, yet he would flick player by player off his broad shoulders and continue to cruise his way over the try line. By the time he was in his prime, he was attracting international attention for his gifts on the field. The world of sport thought he was unstoppable. When the media lifted the lid on his past life, it was discovered that he had had a tough upbringing and that Lamu needed rugby as much as the game needed his talents. In this world of ours, where several forms of media meddle with well-known people's lives for the cutting-edge story, few really knew that in spite of Lamu's greatness and fame, even after his retirement, that the rare kidney disorder that eventually saw his premature death was not the only thing that he had to worry about in his final days. Lamo passed away a man without many worldly assets or even enough money to his name to help rear his young children. This was partly due to his dedication to other people and their lives, for Lamo liked to help others in need too. Life is funny. It can be short for even the best, but we can learn lessons of how to live from them in order to protect the rarity of humankind. As Lamo's life showed us, we must do this by simply looking out for one another and disregarding those that try to take things from us as we move with all of our power to our destination. Thank you, my dear listener, for listening to my three blogs, 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 indeed, my three blogs on the Rugby World Cup 2019. You have listened to Brexit's Rugby World Cup Typhoon, followed by the Rugby World Cup begins as Britain evades the tackle, and they sure did, because they didn't win the World Cup. Oops. And then the Rugby's Greatest Player Paul teaches us to rise for each other. And as the old poem goes in Ireland, I will arise and go now. And so can you, because we have completed this podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast and you'll get loads and loads of free stuff. Until next time, though, make sure 
to have a wonderful day.